not. <laughs> That's right. It's me. No, John. I'm hosting. But actually, I'm not just hosting Suns Jam. Suns Geek and I are live streaming together tonight. Suns Geek, Suns Jam collab. How's everyone doing out there? Suns Geek, how you doing, man? Fantastic, man. Eight and zero with Kevin Durant. Once again, we're live on both channels. Thank you, StreamYard, for letting us do this. I wish they would have let us do it a lot sooner. But either way, <laughs> it's going to be a great show, man. Uh, great win tonight. And we definitely got a lot to talk about, even though it doesn't really seem like it. But we got lots to talk about. Yeah, we'll try to do it. I mean, the Suns' last game started the game. First eight minutes, amazing. Just perfect yeah. basketball, both ends. Tonight, it was the last six minutes. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, this team looks legit <laughs> again. After watching that whole game, you're like, what is going on? But honestly, the last six minutes, I felt pretty good. I did take a walk at halftime. Like, I got to go take a walk. Because I know none of this means anything, but I still have to watch it. I got to take a walk. So I took a walk. And I played the uh, the Wayne's World intro. Or on the intro, the Wayne's World scene. Someone actually... Uh, <laughs> They they commented about me hosting last time and it reminded them of that. And I just thought yeah. that was the most the funniest <laughs> thing ever. So I had to put that on there. My voice is a little gone, but uh we'll get through this. Might be a little nasty. Um <laughs> Suns Geek, you know I don't drink, but are you drinking anything tonight to get through man, this game? I'm going crazy tonight, man. Got a good old Coca-Cola. <laughs> Oh, crazy. oh, you know what? It is Thursday, though. Do you have tomorrow off? Yeah, I do, actually. I should okay, be yeah. probably having a drink, but I just figured Coca-Cola for tonight. I had a couple keep, cups of coffee, you know. Yeah, I keep thinking tonight is Friday because I, I have Friday and Monday it off. But feels like Friday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no drinking for me. Um, You know what, dude? It's going to be a tough pod to get through, maybe because there's not too much to talk about. We have some other yeah. things we want to talk about the NBA. Oh, yeah. Uh, The new Nets leaked jersey, because we all know we're Brooklyn Nets fans, too. Other than being a Suns Apparently, ever since we killed Yeah, exactly. It's twins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that, talk about a lot of good stuff. Uh, but let's get this thing started. Fifteen, 119-115, they barely pulled out. Last six minutes, as I said, looked pretty good. Everyone's actually, everyone was just completely dead the whole game. I think Chris Paul maybe was playing a little bit hard. You know, it's hard for him to kind of take a night off. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the team just was like not having it. So last six minutes, they pick it up. But first, Suns Geek, I got to ask you something. Matthew. I got to ask. Other than how annoying my voice is going to sound probably all night. Have you watched, I asked you this before and I did tweet it out. No one really cared, but this season, are you just, are you glad it's over? Is this like the, the hardest winning season you've ever had to watch um, being a Suns fan? I just, the NBA season as a whole, I didn't get to watch really a meaningful game. Of course, every game's meaningful, but I don't remember walking away and being like, or turning off the TV, like, wow, that that was a great win. That was a must win. You know what I mean? So yeah. now I just feel like all these games just kind of seem like, eh, it's all right. Are you just glad the season's over? 
Well, for the Phoenix Suns season, I feel like we've had like three different seasons. And I'm not even joking, man. I mean, obviously we had the start of the season before the trade deadline and everything, which was a roller coaster in itself on and off the court. You know, all the Sarver stuff, all the, the losses, the inconsistency, and then all the crazy wins here and there. Then we had the Kevin Durant era begin. Then we had like the injuries and the and the KD when we he, he missed a few games with the ankle injury and all that. And now we're getting this post KD trade beginning of the playoffs season. It, it really just feels like multiple different seasons, man. But in terms of the NBA season, I guess I can kind of agree with you and kind of see what you're saying because you're kind of right. Like it's like, I don't really remember a game where it was like, oh, you had to have watched that game. And this game had huge implications on the rest of the season and this team is now the more dominant team because they beat this team you know but that doesn't i don't think it should go overlooked that there has been some incredible performances this year and some crazy comeback wins and a few memorable games but but to answer your question it has just been a roller coaster of a season for better or worse for the suns so i'm kind of glad it's over but i'm also trying to just take in all that I can because you know I don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs hopefully we can get to the finals and win a championship and I'm like I'm trying to appreciate all of these games because we're going to be sitting there in July August September and we're going to be poured I mean I'm not really a baseball guy and all that so it's like we're gonna we're gonna want basketball back so I'm just trying to enjoy it all man yeah no I I definitely I, I enjoyed the season um just because of course the Kevin Durant thing's huge I think uh, just the loss of Mikael Bridges and Cameron Johnson was really heartbreaking, obviously. But just from the standpoint of watching all the NBA games and looking forward to Thursday nights or you know the Friday night games because you have no because I have no life. It's like I would like to see some competition, but it just it just seems like it kind of takes a back seat and everyone's waiting for the playoffs. So, yeah. I mean, we're almost there. We're almost there, and right now the the Nuggets are locked at the one seed, or they will be with one more win. The Suns are the fourth seed. They and it pretty looks like much are. They're pretty yeah, much I mean, well, probably pretty much yeah. four. We're going to be playing the Clippers, Yeah. right? I think that's the team we're going to match up with. In the second round matchup, it might be the Nuggets again. I don't think it'll be a sweep, yeah. but the Suns right now are definitely the favorites coming out of the West. Do you see, like, after tonight, the way they played, like, the first eight minutes last game, the last six minutes of this game, is that enough to show you, like, hey, a full 48 minutes – seeing what you saw from the bench, seeing how busy it's just, he's been outstanding. I feel like Craig's a great um, guy coming off the bench. He did finish tonight, but he's a great guy coming off the bench. Now, is this a game or is this a team that you actually believe in to get to the finals from what you've seen so far? Oh like yeah. hundred percent. Do you believe that? Absolutely. And you know what, to an extent, even before we got Kevin, Ray, I'm not saying like our roster pre Katie would have gotten us to the finals, but I trusted a lot of the guys coming off of our bench because people forget, even though we struggle at times pre KD trade, you know, we, we were injured, but we were still winning games. We were still staying afloat. And then even just recently, we're still winning games. Devin Booker was carrying us. We've seen so many games where like Terrence Ross goes off like 24 30 and gets us the win. Just guys stepping up, man. And you know, like tonight, I mean, Tory Craig was really good. Terrence Ross. It's like this team is locked in and I know we're probably going to talk about it later, but just guys sitting out and the whole load management debate, which seems like something we're going to be talking about for, for decades or whatever. It's like these guys just want to play. 
most of them have the experience. You know what I mean? They've been in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. They, they've been in these scenarios. They don't really have like experience like Kevin Durant has in the playoffs and everything. But most of these guys have been there. Devin Booker's been to the finals. He knows what it takes. These guys want to hoop, man. I truly believe that if we stay healthy, it is finals or bust. It has to be. We can't just get to the Western Conference finals. We have to get to the finals. Got to win a championship, man. It's it's now or never. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And that's a lot to take on for this team. Yeah. Um, I think when you look at the the depth chart, you look at it on paper. Yeah, you have Booker and Kevin Durant. And you have... Well, you have in Chris Paul this year, a guy that can shoot. He didn't have zero assists, I think, in the first three quarters of the game. It's crazy. Which is insane <laughs> tonight. But you have a DeAndre Ayton who's still learning. A uh, guy that sometimes, you know, he might feel and look out of sync and he might not catch the ball underneath the basket. But he has to fill those holes. And I think he will. He'll step up. I just think this team right now, it's kind of hard to tell. But, yeah, looking on paper, it's like Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. But let's talk about Kevin Durant. Who the heck are you? Yeah, I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Y'all know who I am. Did anybody see a sniper? Did anybody see anything? I'm one of the best players to ever play the game. So Kevin Durant, like he started a little slow like everybody else. But man, when he stood up tall and he took over in the fourth, oh my God, dude. I was actually, for some reason, I don't have the stats. Do you have this, his stats yeah, in front I, of me? I, I just closed out. What were his stats uh, for the night? 41 minutes. I think that's something to note down first off. But he had 29 points, seven uh, rebounds, four assists, one block, and six for 10 from three. And he was nine for 18 from the field. Kevin Jeez. freaking Durant. Like, that's, that, that's it, man. His first three of the game, I don't know if it was like a broken play, but he just, it was him and Bruce Brown. It seemed like guys were just kind of clearing out. He just waited a minute and just stood up against Bruce Brown, just popped the three in his eye, man. It was just so many of those shots tonight, a little turnaround fadeaway over like Jeff Green and uh, uh, Christian Braun, I believe. He had a couple of those turnaround mid-range shots and just kept draining threes. And then you referenced earlier, like the final six minutes, it seems like the Suns actually woke up and started playing and that was when KD started taking over. He had like what 14 in the fourth quarter, I believe, or 12 in the fourth. Yeah, quarter. it skyrocketed. Yeah. He was incredible I mean, tonight, man. He but again, the 41 minutes I think is important. Uh especially if he doesn't play these next two games, which I'm sure is still yet to be determined. Uh I think tonight was huge. Yeah, that that's a question too that <laughs> um right here. Um Verana, yeah, Verani? I can't. Sorry, I can't. I can't pronounce. I can't read. I can't read this. So, will Kitty play tomorrow? I don't um, know. Because the way I look still? at it, the back way I back, look, is that the reason, or just because we got it clinched? Both, and really because I think as much rest as possible for right now is big, but also it's like I just think, yeah, I think it's honestly because it's clinched, but also Monty Williams is a little. You know how Monty Williams is. I feel like it's literally a game time decision for Monty Williams and the Suns. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's a scenario where they could just play the first half. I highly doubt that happens, but I really feel like Monty Williams is going to be like, oh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when the, when we're out there in warmups or whatever. But yeah, I think it's pretty much because it's clinched and because he played a chunk load of minutes tonight, which at first I wasn't really sure how I felt about all that. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, Three games, you know, till the till we get a week off for the play in stuff. And yeah. 
But yeah. then there was also a point later in this game where I was like, I kind of want to win this game and I want the starters to keep getting minutes. Because again, like what if we don't play tomorrow and or what if they don't play tomorrow and Sunday? So I don't really know where I was going with all that. No, I think, yeah, I think it, it's, it's literally going to be a game time decision. It's 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 up in the air. There's yeah. two more games. Um, right. It's this was game 80, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Games, yeah. I, I saw John Bloom post game number nine, 79 tonight. But I'm like, maybe he just missed a game. Yeah. Is that what he was talking about? Probably because <laughs> he usually posts a photo between before yeah. every game. Um, <clears throat> the thing is with KD, or I'm sorry, the whole thing with this sitting out, uh, KD, even Aiden, even Booker, I kind of wanted them to keep playing just to get used to each other, but I don't know what two games is really going to do. And then right. you have a week off, right? Exactly. Right? Can you just take it off and then practice the whole week? And I want to get your, your take too on having a week off before we play. What are your thoughts on that? And the number one seed not knowing their opponent till they're the last ones in both conferences to know who they're playing going to the playoffs. That's a is that question. fair? And should they fix that? Because what I'm hearing, and I've heard it on a few podcasts, even Kevin O'Connor talks about it on the ringer, mm-hmm. the number one seed should pick their opponent. So a few questions. A week off too much. Is it fair that the number one seed doesn't know their t- their their actual opponent, and should they choose their own opponent going forward next year? Maybe, maybe I'll answer the last question first. Maybe next year or in the future. And the only reason I say that is because the NBA loves to experiment for better or worse. Beyond that, I don't know if I have much of an opinion on it. Beyond that, I don't really know if that's. I don't want to say fair, but I feel like the play-in tournament has a lot to decide with all that. Uh, again, maybe they could experiment. Hmm. But to answer the, you know, the week off question uh, for the Phoenix Suns, I believe it's actually a good thing just because of the circumstances that we've talked about. Really, this whole podcast is, you know, Katie just coming back from the injury, only eight games with him so far, eight and zero, by the way. And we it gives us time to rest. But not only that, you said a key word here, practice. Because it may not seem like it, but these teams really don't have much time to practice. I guess technically you could consider a shoot around a practice, but like an actual full on practice with multiple days off. I think it's going to be really good for this Suns team, but I hope that in game one, they don't come out stagnant. You know what I mean? Because sometimes even a week off is sort of a bad thing, but I feel like for the Suns, it's good. But a team like the Nuggets, maybe, or like the Celtics, could be bad for them. We're just gonna have to see. And what was the second question? I'm sorry. Oh, I don't remember. Jamsters, do you remember? <laughs> there was too many questions at once, and that's no. my bad. I should take it one at a time. No, it's I don't good. know why I'm throwing so much at you though. <laughs> um, but you know what? The way that things are gonna end up in the next few years with the NBA, things are gonna be drastically different. Um, we're trying to just attract more viewers, right? They are, excuse me. They're trying to just make sure that everyone's happy all the time. Um, everyone's just unhappy with anything. Even LeBron talked about these back-to-backs. Yeah. Like the, whoever made the schedule set these Lakers up for loss. Everybody goes through the same thing. All these teams do. The reason we have back-to-backs, I don't know still. I, of course, certain amount of games a certain amount of time. But that's the th- first thing I feel like they're going to fix. Yeah. Then they got to figure out the playoffs and making everything meaningful. Even the regular season. It goes to like the ticket holders, the guys that are the people that are spending that much money to go see the Suns play or any team. It's going to suck because you don't know who's playing. Yeah. Like that's the biggest thing for me. 
And you're just making these guys care about the game, making sure that everything does matter in a way. Because like you get to the NBA, that's it. Like that's your dream come true, right? But then when you get there, it doesn't matter. So you realize that this, this game does not fulfill any kind of, it doesn't satisfy you in the way you thought it would. So then you just don't give a shit. So that's how I always see it. And it's kind of depressing, but that's just like, that's just how I see it, man. Where the regular season is just not going to mean anything. Like this season, you know, you can get in on a shitty record yeah. and then just go and play in the playoffs. And if you don't make it, then is it was a bust. But I don't know, man. There's just a lot to unfold there and unpack. And I'm sorry I laid it all on you. <laughs> no, that's okay. I, just real and quick. Sorry about my voice still. Yeah, it's okay. I apologize, Jams. Just real quick. This is a completely different conversation for another time. But this is kind of why at very first i wasn't a big fan of the play-in tournament because if i remember correctly like last season the Cavs won like 40 something games and they didn't get in and i was like they deserve to get in um and now we might see that with like the okc thunder this year or like the timberwolves like teams that have won close to 40 games or over 40 games sorry if you can hear my dog crying in the background no the i never hear dog but um but teams that deserve it, and you could make the argument like, oh, well, they shouldn't have lost this certain amount of games. They shouldn't be in this position. But I'm like, well, sometimes that's not the case. Like Carl Anthony Towns was out for a chunk load of the season. And the, yeah. and the whole back-to-backs things, maybe that does need to be addressed in all fairness. But LeBron, of all people, shouldn't be complaining about that. That's just my <laughs> personal. One. Yeah. That Sorry. one sounded like a witch. <laughs> and it sounded like, you ever play the game Left for Dead? You know, I've, I've, witch, yeah, I've seen it. You hear her crying. Oh, that was the freakiest <laughs> part of the game. <laughs> I'm a big um, fan of like paranormal horror movies, and that kind of reminded me of some of those scenes. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go back to the Suns a little bit. Yeah. Um, tonight, what do you get to see? Uh, Jock Landale. Jesus, this is a nice limo. Yes, it is. Now, suck my Jock Landale. And that's probably all we're going to see from him. I don't, I mean, unless Busy gets in foul mode, foul, foul trouble, foul mode, he better not get in foul mode and cause a lot of fouls. But foul trouble, then we might see more of Jock. But I just think um, it's a thing where Monty just threw out there today because, you know, there's playing time out there. He probably will play in the next two games. Mm-hmm. Playoffs going forward, though, you're going to see a lot of Bismack. Bismack, he's, he's been pressed in a few different things that he's been coming up short on this year in that. The jump hook, it's it's yeah. improved. Yeah. His free throws, I did not look at the stats, but they're actually hitting the rim. Not as bad. I think it's nice to see that because, you know, he's been playing some decent minutes in the playoffs. Getting to the line, and he's going to have to hit some big free throws, right? I mean, that jump hook, I actually can live with right now. Am I wrong by saying that? I've been thinking that the last three or four pods where I'm like, I see an improvement. And when I see him down on the block, I'm like, get that jump hook up. Yeah. Get it up. Like the, He's like the little salt guy when he's throwing it or flicking it. You know the salt dude? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. But I'm just like, get it up, man. I trust it. Might not make it every time, but it's looking better. Or am I wrong? I'm going to sound like a talking old head right here, but Uh-oh. I don't know why more players <laughs> don't go to the baby hook or the sky hook or whatever hook you want yes. to call it. Why don't players do that? The second all-time leading scorer, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, did that for his entire career. So I don't get why players don't do it more often, man. Uh, that's why every time someone does do it, I, I recognize it. Even if it's like a floating or a driving skyhook, just get it up there, man. I don't know why yeah. more players don't do that. 
But to kind of answer the question, stay on topic here, I feel like it has improved. It just kind of looks sort of flat sometimes when it goes mm-hmm. up or or maybe he's not jumping high enough. I don't know. Uh, but and also the free throw thing, that could be a real possibility in the playoffs. They might go to, uh, you know, the hack a shack or hack a busy. Um, but yeah, two out of two tonight. I'll take it, man. But another thing, too, is. I'll just never forget how great Busy played against like an Anthony Davis recently and a Joel Embiid like a week ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, he arguably arguably had some of his best games of his career against two of the best big men in the league. And that's what we're going to need. And Jock Lindell tonight, not very good. It seemed like at first with him and KD, they sort of had a pick and pop thing going, a pick and roll. Yeah, the thing. first games together. Yeah. The first, yeah. But, but then tonight, like KD, like found, like he was like cutting to the rim and, or Jock was cutting to the rim. KD found him and he couldn't grab the ball and he turned it over. And I didn't yeah, see too much. Out that was of when Katie just didn't want to be in the yeah. game. It just seemed like Katie was like, I don't want to be in this game tonight. It seemed like half of the Suns, man, they seemed like they were playing on such a weird pace tonight until well, like you mentioned disrespect. that final six minutes. Yeah, you come out and you're playing yeah. a Nuggets team that's just their bench. It must feel very the weird. Second game in a row. Yeah, second, I mean, you, know, you want to get up for that, yeah. and then the the bench that's sitting over there with Jokic and Jamal Murray, they're like just laughing at you because you're playing hard against this team. Like it's just it's it's a hard thing to deal with. Yeah. And as a fan, it's like you don't know what to feel and what to think either because you're hoping because Stephen A. All these everyone's picking the Suns to come out of the West, and you're just hoping to see things like we did in the last six minutes that make you believe. And you want to see a full 48 with the bench and the starters. But then if you do come out there and you play the way you want to see that, you know, the intensity, Pretty. the way that they can just take over offensively, if that happens against this team, then you're just like, okay, well, I mean, it didn't mean anything. So here we are in the last two games. We just got to get through. Yep. And it's not going to mean much. But Jamsters, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us. Um, I just want to say make sure to go ahead and like, subscribe. Um, and I want to give a shout-out, too, on Spotify. I did say last pod, I'm like, we're almost to 100 five-star reviews, and we're at 98 now. So we got, I think, nine more um, since last podcast, but we're two away, so we want to see that. But, um, Sunsky, do you call your fans, your watchers, anything? Do you have a nickname (laughs) for them, like Jamsters? Fellow Suns geeks, um, just that's really that's the closest thing I call. It. I need I do need to come up with a name for them, but yeah, just I just call them okay. fellow Suns geeks. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> they're, they're the real Suns yeah. geeks, man. I mean, they've been you know how long they've been supporting me, so they're they're the fellow oh yeah Suns geeks. Yeah, 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 forever. And um, yep. yeah, so shout out. Go ahead, like, subscribe, all the good stuff. Leave a review. We will read it. Uh, here's a drop we haven't seen in a while. Ross. outlet boys <laughs> Woo! i gotta all right here we go come on come on voice i swear weak it's a lissy thing just our <laughs> voices are weak um yeah i don't know sorry um all right so ross looked pretty good i mean the three for four two for three the eight points you like to see that tj did not play this game last two games tj played did not look very good we actually saw something from them a while ago that looked great two great games in a row um scoring like 15 each and then um you know uh ross had that huge game uh following that but now it's like you want to continue to count on them and games like this i you obviously don't care but tj missing tonight's game and then the last two games just kind of like eh, i don't know is this a guy you trust getting minutes because 
we talked about before him trying to be maybe being a starter, maybe being a guy you can throw in there for a Kogi. Now, after the last few games and he's not playing tonight, I don't believe that, obviously. If anything, Craig might replace a Kogi. But, I mean, TJ and Ross, these guys, I'm excited still to see them in the playoffs. I think they're going to be lights out some games. Yeah. But any worries on them heading into the playoffs? I think the key word that you mentioned was trust. And it's not that Monty Williams doesn't really trust his guys. I mean, they probably wouldn't even be on the team if he didn't. But I think it's just more also consistency because you kind of mentioned like TJ, even with Terrence Ross as well, they'll have a couple good games here and there and then they'll cool down. Uh, but at the same time, as I kind of referenced earlier, these are guys, especially like a Terrence Ross, who can help lead you to victory in a big playoff game. Uh, and, and I've been praising TJ Warren as of late. I think he's been great on the defensive end, uh, just knows where to be, plays hard every possession, even if that ball isn't going in the rim. And I feel like Terrence Ross is the same way, man. The dude is yeah. a streaky, lights-out shooter at times. He has experience in this league. Um, so I don't really know if this answers your question. I just think it's all about consistency. I mean, look at like a Landry Shamit, for example, tonight and just guys that need to get more minutes and need to step up and then start getting that ball in the damn rim, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just all about consistency with this team, man. Uh, but I think the trust is there. Do Suns fans trust Terrence Ross and TJ Warren? That's a completely different conversation, especially the very toxic Suns Twitter. But um, I thought Terrence Ross looked good tonight. And when the shot, when the lights are shining brightest, hopefully TJ Warren and Terrence Ross can step up and win us some games. Yeah, and Suns Geek, tonight this is just, this pod itself is just, you know, it's lost. It's not because I'm hosting without John or that, you know, we don't have John's guidance tonight. <laughs> but plus, I'm not just hosting by myself. I got Suns Geek here. But after a game like tonight, it's a little strange. It is a little strange. So I want to just do something different where I'm going to do this drop. Jamsters react. And and you guys out there, ladies, guys, all y'all, leave your questions so we have some stuff to talk about towards the end of the podcast. I'm sure Get we're going to run out of a few things. Mm -hmm. We can talk about the Suns if you want, <laughs> but I'm just telling you right now, it's going to be a little difficult because what tonight we saw is not anything that's been, you know, it's worth <laughs> going over as much, right? I mean, Suns Geek, when we uh, talked before, we wanted to talk about something different too. It was um, these new, oh, no, I was going to say New Jersey Nets, these Brooklyn Nets jerseys that are leaked for next year. <laughs> What are your thoughts, Jamsters? So first, give us some questions. It could be about anything. Yeah, we'll answer your questions. And then yeah. thoughts on the Nets jersey. I mean, we got we got it. We're kind of Nets fans. I said earlier, right? <laughs> I mean, it hurts to see Mikhail thrive over there for me because I love the dude and Cameron Johnson just doing his thing. But these jerseys, one through ten, what do you give them? <laughs> I might sound a little optimistic here. I mean, that's how I like to do it on Suns Geek and whenever I'm on the Suns Jam Session podcast, but I give it like a six out of 10. First off, I think the pop, the most popular thing here is the font on the word Nets and then on that Brooklyn B on the bottom. That does a beautiful looking font. I think it looks cool. And I, I just don't really know where they were going with like the patterns and the lines. It kind of looks like paint was splattered all over it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what they were going for. 
Uh, but I think the font looks beautiful. Some of that like paint kind of went away a little bit. And I think the gray kind of throws it off. Beyond that, though, I think it's pretty solid. Not sure about the white inside either. See how it looks like white yeah. and gray? Yeah, yeah. I'm not really yeah. sure if that, I don't know if that was like a mistake. But also another thing, too, is the timing of the announcement of these jerseys is kind of strange. This is like an off-season thing or like at the start of the season. I was like, the timing of that's kind of weird, but I give it like a six out of 10. What do you think? Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm right there with you. Five out of 10, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you want to be happy for the rest of your life. You got to make an ugly woman, your wife, and <laughs> I don't, you gotta, you gotta marry a five or a six, whatever. What did I say? No, a five or a six. I'm thinking, but I'm going to go yeah. five. I love what the Nets do with their jerseys. I really yeah. do. A lot. They get a lot they of shit, some cool jerseys. It's cool to start with black and white, and then you can build yeah. off of that because you can do whatever. And they have the graffiti thing, the artists out there in Brooklyn. I yeah. do like it. Um, here's some reviews as my voice cracks. Crazy Luigi gives it a three. Big Sexy gives it a two. Gambino, a one. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Tate, big fan. Uh, a <laughs> <four>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a time for a podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're okay. I honestly, I don't get too mad at what they do. I like yeah. the creativity. Um, it's a little different, but, um, so there was something I noticed at the end of the tonight's game and it was that Craig did finish the game with the Suns. So I want to talk a little bit about this guy too. Hey, yeah, so Kogi, I mean, tonight only five points again. He hasn't really been putting up the numbers like he was before, but the hustle to start the game. I said only Chris Paul cared, but Kogi cared. This is his kind of game where you're playing against the bench that's starting. And then you have to, you have to like, <laughs> you can't overlook Okogi um, defensively. He was snatching the balls. He was, he was running the fast break in that dunk. Um, and then, you know, it kind of just fell off from there. But I think the team was just like, hey, chill out. Hey, you're you're doing too much out there. You're you're trying too hard. Um, but you know what? I still want him as our starter. And this is probably the question we're gonna keep asking ourselves till the playoffs start. Craig looked good with that unit last six minutes when they took over. They took over the game. He looked fucking good. Yeah. Like everything he was doing on the court. Yeah. His shot didn't really fall, but everything he was doing on the court defensively. I loved it. Who is your start? Who's your starter? Who's your fifth? I don't know if I asked yeah. before with you. Well, yeah, we, we we talked about this with J, uh, with John. Uh, I think it's it's Josh Kogi. I think it's got. Oh yeah, that's where I saw it. Yeah, but I also feel like my opinion has changed since we had that conversation. But change or not really changed, but just I have like my answer is Josh Kogi is what I'm trying to say because my brain doesn't want to work. Uh, oh, but since true. we had that conversation, I think it is Josh Kogi. Um, until further notice, I mean, yeah, statistically, he's not going to do it every night, but like if he's, if he's falling apart on defense, which is probably extremely unlikely in the playoffs, or if he's just being inconsistent or whatever the case may be, even then, do you risk pulling him after a first round series or whatever? But if we know Josh Kogi, like, I think we do know him, he's going to be consistent. He's going to lock players down on defense. He's going to occasionally hit that corner three because we've seen him have some offensive explosions this year and it's yeah. really just improved yeah. overall as a player. I think his confidence is up from last year and he's just getting so much experience. He's still such a young guy. I had somebody in my comment section ask me like, can we re-sign him for like a cheap deal? Kind of like how we did this year. I was like, man, that would be incredible. But I'm like, he's going to, he, 
he probably wants a little bit more money and he deserves the money. You know what I mean? And, uh, but yeah, I think as of right now, until further notice, start Josh Akogi. And going back to Tory Craig, I mean, tw- 11 points in 22 minutes. And like you said, the energy and the hustle tonight was great. I, I sort of said this last time. He's sort of like a second unit, in my opinion, that we can bring off of that bench. And as long as he's consistent, you know, maybe he, we can play him out there with KD and all that. Like, I, I think it's going to be good going forward, man. Oh yeah, and I just think watching last six, like the the first part of the game, it was very difficult to watch. And I know I talked about it earlier. It's like you don't know what to feel with this team. But seriously, like, I, I was just thinking, I'm like, oh, I was trying to hit something. I was just thinking, like, after that six minutes, though, I was, I was, I didn't know, I didn't know going to the playoffs that we're gonna win everything. I think the Clippers are gonna be a tough matchup without Paul George. Facts. Physicality. If this team doesn't yeah. know what to do. If, if I mean, but they do, and I'm like, what am I talking about? The last six minutes, like, they know what to do. The only guy is maybe Aiden, who just yeah. he needs to pay attention to stuff. There's a little bit out there where I'm just like, eh, I don't know, I don't know if I trust him as much yet, but I feel like he's gonna have big games, like I said in the beginning. Yeah. All right, Jamsters, Suns Geek. Someone actually gave you a name. Um, the Suns Geek something. What was? Yeah, it, it was like Suns Geek or, or Geek Squad, but geek I, squad, I, yeah, I'd have to add right. the Suns Geek in front of that Suns Geek Squad. Yeah, the Suns Geek Squad <laughs> yeah. and the Jamsters out there. Listen, you guys, the ones that sit there and watch us, the ones that don't leave questions and don't say anything, do it. <laughs> Ask us anything. All right. I'm always yeah. encouraging my subscribers to get questions. And yeah. sometimes I don't even know what I'm talking about half the time. Come on, dude. Let's just. And honestly, some of those questions are great. Like I get questions. I and love, certain, yeah. yeah. I'm like, damn, dude. I'm like, why didn't I think of that question? I love answering <laughs> questions. I love just random people coming up to me and asking me questions, you know, real quick. Uh, Steven O in the chat. I don't know where he got his numbers from, but he said with six for 10 from three point field goals tonight, Katie is officially shooting 50, 40, 90 from the season. Not that I didn't know where he got his numbers hey, from, but that? where Stephen O. Steve, okay. Yeah, I believe it was on yours, but uh, that's a great stat that he came up with. That's what I probably oh, should have said. Because uh, 50, 40, 90, uh, that's a pretty elite class to be a part of. Oh, yeah. So that's what I just Kale's, wanted to shout him that's what out. what doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you have any other notes from today's game at all? Uh, a little bit. Um, again... It, like not that it really matters just we sort of turned the ball over to open up the second quarter um i was really just kind of just watching certain players closely and i feel like That's i'm hard a, to do though That's uh, do you want to talk about deandre Ayton at all like should we do the eight and walk <laughs> i don't yeah. know yeah yeah let's do it let's uh let me bring it up right now actually because we got to get these in as much you know you only live yeah. once you only live once man <laughs> Watch another day, another Aiden. Watch what do you got from Aiden? What did you see from Aiden? (laughs) Nothing really too crazy, but I always do like to talk about Aiden in most of my live shows. Really, just and again, maybe this is kind of going to what you brought up about how the Suns kind of felt insulted in a way or disrespected. Maybe Aiden wasn't really 100% in this game. I'm not trying to make excuses for him. I don't want to sound like an Aiden stand because I'll criticize him when I get the chance. You know that. John knows that. But at the same time, I thought he looked okay. I mean, again, like the his 16 points, five boards, two assists, two blocks aren't going to be anything crazy. 
but he was hitting some shots out there. He was being aggressive. I think he caught an alley-oop from Chris Paul, if I remember correctly, uh, did all he could on defense. And I don't really care what the inside the or NBA on TNT guys say, but I will say this. Chuck and Shaq were actually kind of making a couple good points. I hate to say that because I don't really care what they say. Pretty much Barkley said, like, three rebounds is unacceptable for DeAndre Ayton in the first half. I mean, he finished with only five. He's kind of right on that. But Shaq also made a good point going back to this argument. Like, mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton doesn't get the ball in his hands. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, if anybody would know that, it probably would be Shaq. Like, could you imagine if Shaq didn't get the ball in his hands when he was playing? Um, so I guess kind of my point is I thought he was fine out there. I didn't think he was necessarily terrible. Does he need to rebound better? Absolutely. Uh, does he need to block shots more? Absolutely. But is, are we a completely different team when he's not out on the floor? Yes. And do I think he's going to take it up a notch? I think he needs to take it up a notch in the playoffs. That's all I wanted to say. Um, yeah, yeah. Not the worst no. game, not the best game. So, and this is a perfect season for him, where yeah. he just everyone's waiting for the playoffs, and you know that frustrates me because I like to see a growing player continue to work on stuff, and yeah. that's that's the only thing I'm just like I want you to get better at this. That way you are prepared. But we'll see what happens in the playoffs, man. John Nelson does say Barkley is a hater now. Yeah. Oh, um, he's what did he say? Yeah, hater. But the thing yeah. is, like, guys, stop listening to him. He just says shit. Yeah, like he we just, acts like he's God or something. Yeah, it's they, they, I, you can tell like half of them just like look at the box scores, barely watch the game and all that. Because even Kenny Smith was kind of say he was de- kind of debating with Charles Barkley, like disagreeing with him, if you will. Um, but I don't know. I don't really care what those guys say or like what Stephen no. A. Smith or any of those guys say. I just but tonight they kind of were spitting facts. And real quick, remember when we were talking about the sky hooks and stuff earlier? Yeah. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton had a couple of those baby hooks tonight and they went in and they were good. And some of them were like, like he grabbed the offensive rebound and would go back up with the baby hook. Uh, so do that more DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> yeah. Just continue to do that. And I, there's a, there's a few questions too about um, Booker. We didn't talk about him. Yeah. Is it I mean, worth talking we? about? Yeah. I'm like, should we talk about Booker? And he's just out there playing? He looked good in the fourth, the last eight minutes. Yeah. He was trying to get a shot off. He just, yeah. He was settling for stuff, just like, I don't know, I'll play his drop. Big Dick Booker. Booker did have 15 points, 3 of 12, uh, 1 for 8 in the first half. (laughs) Pretty bad. He just, I mean, they're just out there right now. And like, Geek's kind of, he talked me into it, like, where I'm like, maybe they don't play next game. I wanted them to. But does it actually even matter? Because in games like this, you know it doesn't. Maybe just for stamina reasons, I think KD might play. But I don't even think he needs that. I think he's fine. I think this team's fine. I think you pack it up and just wait. (laughs) With it's funny, man. I saw uh, so says Jay on Twitter. (laughs) He said something like, "Get them all out of the way now, book. Like keep missing those shots now, so that you're ready to go in the playoffs." I thought that tweet was funny. And look, maybe Booker was just on cruise control. Maybe he was on autopilot. Uh, We all know Devin Booker can put the ball in the basket. I mean, is this the first time like ever on your podcast or on my show where we almost didn't talk about Devin Booker? I don't know if that's a compliment. Oh, no, we we probably missed uh, one episode this year where we didn't talk about him and he deserved it. But tonight, no one needs to be talked about. Like we shouldn't be doing a podcast after that game. (laughs) But we do have some questions. 
Are yeah. you ready for some questions? Go for it, man. We got Go some. We'll it. do this, and then I'll do the subreddit stakeout. Actually, yeah. I forgot to do it. Don't tell John. And I have it pulled up, so I wasn't even in there, but I'm going to read some comments that I found while do doing it. the podcast. I'm just going to admit it. I forgot to go in there and do it. So, yeah, that's me. All right, this is a good one. Impulsinator, what is your go-to bagel and cream cheese? Sesame Ooh. and jalapeno. That's that's a good one. I love – I used to be a baker. I used to bake bagels nice. for Brugger's Bagels back in the day. Awesome. Yeah. Um, What's to, answer, to answer the question, man – I'm a little bit old school and I will just kind of go with the original, but I bought some, uh, I forgot the brand name, but I bought some blueberry bagels recently. They're yeah. so good, man. Uh, so I'm going to say, but I'm going to say blueberry, man, but I haven't tried it yet with cream cheese. I just kind of eat it plain. Oh dude. Mine is everything bagel with, um, onion and chive Ooh. cream cheese. Oh my God. I, you know what? I might get one tomorrow. I'm a pig, man. I'll try everything. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm gonna like everything, but I'll try yeah. everything. So blueberry, that but good. you can't go wrong with blueberry and regular. You Blueberry's really can't, so man. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christian uh, Zebrowski says, "Why are we sweating these games?" I think we kind of just went over that. Yeah. Um, we shouldn't be. I guess you know. I'm just for me. I just. I guess this team knows who they are, and I should have listened to Chris Paul after Kate after Katie got hurt. Like they asked him, like, "Is there any?" Worry about him coming back in the time remaining. I said nope, and I should be like, okay, I'm good. I, I responded to a tweet earlier part. when uh, somebody somebody asked like, oh, how come like, or he, somebody said like the the level of concern from Suns fans is like bad right now, and I, or something like that. And I said, welcome to Suns Twitter. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just it, don't believe everything you see on these Facebook groups and Suns Twitter. And we're not really sweating it. We're just we're talking about it. we're Suns fans. What we do, you know? It's I don't know. Yeah, I know. I mean, we worry. This is all we worry about, right? Yeah. It goes sons, family, then God, or sons, God, <laughs> family. One of those mixes. <laughs> That's how it is. So we do worry. Um, Ariana uh, Stewart says, did I pronounce it right? What's your dream first round matchup for the Suns? Um, I'll go first and I'll just question. say, um, I'll say the Clippers just because it's going to be, oh, it'll, it seems like a win. Yeah. But my my dream is to play the Lakers and just fucking sweep them. I'm sick of their complaining ass and thinking that they can just match up who they want to and just and beat the beat the Grizzlies or um they're not gonna I don't think they're gonna be the sixth seed are they? Do they have a chance? I didn't even look at that. Then maybe they do because the, all the games have been played today, but I think it's unlikely yeah, they get really that sixth seed. Yeah, I'm pulling it up as well. So uh, Golden State right now is the sixth seed. seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it looks like Golden State's probably going to hold on to that. Lakers. Yeah. I'm like, seed. I can't see them getting to that sixth seed. I don't. Yeah. It. Go ahead and play Denver. Yeah. Get whooped. I don't care. Golden State. Go ahead and play the Kings. I want them to get yeah. whooped. I'm I'm going to be rooting for the Kings so hard. Not because I want to play them, but <laughs> because I want them to win. I want them to freaking win, dude. Um, there we go. Thank you Step for the on. kind words, Elliot. I appreciate that. Oh, what's that? I he said, that. Sons Geek seems like the nicest dude. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks, Elliot. <laughs> yeah. No, he is. Like anytime we ask him to be on the pod, he's there for us, and I really appreciate it. Um, let me see. Stefan Leonidas says, Matthew, in addition to Left for Dead, what are your top five video games of all time? Same Ooh. for Suns Geek. All right, I'll do top five, not in any particular order. Uh, Left for Dead, I feel like it's there. That game was the best online game I've ever played. It was the funniest game because you <laughs> 
<clears throat> you would see your friends just getting murdered by all these zombies and there's nothing you can do about it and just it's hilarious um i would put that up there metal gear is actually my favorite game of all time all the metal gears the whole series that's my favorite series grand theft auto i think it'd be grand theft auto 3 and then uh vice city that was that was definitely another one and uh let me see oh there's another one which other one should i say oh god of war god of war 4 yep the one not the last one but the one before that that's the top five so that's my top five that is an elite list of games you're gonna hate me but i actually haven't played a lot of those games but i've heard great things i've seen great reviews and all that I was kind of jumping off of screen there because I have some of my video games over here to the side of me. Oh, nice, and yeah. these aren't necessarily Ooh, my me. top five, but these are a few of my favorites like the last 10 years. <laughs> and since this is a basketball show, a sun show, I got to start with the NBA 2K series. I just got to do it, man. I mean, nice. the, you... every year they get money out of me, even if the game sucks. I, it's I, I, the I same game every it. time. Yeah, it's pretty much, yeah. yeah. But I, I still freaking buy it, especially when Booker's on the cover. You got to buy it, man. Um, And then I am a huge Batman fanboy, the Batman Arkham franchise. <sighs> incredible, incredible. Oh, that's game, another man. one. Yeah, that's yeah. a solid game right there. I would put that top 10. That's Not even really just game. games, though, like the story. Like if they ever made a movie based off these. I know. Oh, my God. I know. It's it's right there. It's yeah. right there in front of them. But and honestly, then, guys, Batman vs. Superman, the un uncut version that's probably the best one but go that ahead. that actually was really I good i think one. i think that movie yeah. gets way too much hate and then just i don't want to go on a huge rant but gears of war and uh, uh star wars battlefront yes yeah and same thing with the gears of war I, I think they're making like a netflix series soon oh are they uh yeah i i love gears of war man played all of them first three are my favorite but those those games are still fun man <laughs> yeah i remember gears of war is actually one of those games where it's like the duo in the same room yeah. you're playing that's the most fun yeah, yeah. So fun. actually i beat that game with my sister that's the only game we've ever played together it's awesome and we play that front to back i don't know <laughs> shout out to my friend alan man I, I wouldn't have discovered those games without him <laughs> him and i played them and we just so much so much fun. good times uh michael Cobb does ask uh any avid bowlers out there john is uh, that's why he's injured but he is i don't really bowl do you bowl my fingers are after one time and i'm just done it's fun I though. like bowl. It's yeah fun. i love bowling it's a lot of fun one of my friends jonathan's a huge bowler but i don't really i don't really bowl too much <clears throat> no yeah good question though uh big sexy again what do you think happened to damien i Lee? saw this question yeah yeah you want me what to start think? with this one yeah go ahead man I mean, I'm sure you and John have talked about it. I'm sure I've been on this podcast and talked about it with you guys. But I think it's just, just I don't, I doubt it's an injury because we haven't heard anything. He obviously would have been on the injury report. I don't know if it's just a second half slump or if maybe this was just Damian Lee all along because I don't know what happened to that fourth quarter Lee, as I was calling him. Remember when he would show up and you know hit the game winner against the Mavericks or or hit big shots to get us back into the game and play good defense here and there. I, like sometimes he gets in, he hits a couple shots and that's it. And maybe there's a scenario these next two games where Monty plays him like extended minutes and we see that version of Damian Lee again. But I also think there was a stretch where he just wasn't making threes and his three point percent has dropped. I don't know. I really wish I could answer this question. I would like to hear Monty Williams talk about this, but uh, I don't know, man. But I will say this, man. 
if he's going to get any playoff minutes, he's got to hit shots. He's got to hit shots. So I, I don't know. Oh, you're on mute, Matthew. <laughs> Sorry, I had a cough probably. No, you're, so you're that's good, why. <laughs> he's the guy that has to play three to five minutes, come in two or three threes. If they don't go in, he comes out. Yeah, if exactly. they do go in, you leave them in. That's how I think of him now. And that's fine. That's what I thought of him when he came to the Suns. I didn't think of him anything crazy. He's doing too much with the ball. We don't need that. Yeah. So I, I just that's the guy he is for me in the playoffs, if he gets any minutes for sure. Uh one more question. My fave tech. Um, do you think the Suns played vanilla to give the nuggets uh to not give the nuggets more info? Yeah. Definitely. They're I sitting saw, over there, they're watching, yeah. they're not Suns are not gonna give anything off. So that's another great take. Thanks. Yeah. I saw a few people on Twitter saying like, oh, maybe the Nuggets aren't starting their guys. So we're like surprised by them in the playoffs. And I'm like, I guess maybe from a momentum standpoint, that makes sense. But like, that's why you have scouts. That's why you have the assistant coaches watch film on other teams and then sit there with Devin Booker and DeAndre and say, you got to do this and that against Jokic and, you know, uh, Jamal Murray and all that. So that's an interesting thought and that's probably is correct, but I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I but, saw that uh, trending, but yeah. And I'm telling you when they turned it up in the fourth, I'm like, this team, yeah, exactly. if this team will not be stopped. That's why I was like, I kind of wanted them to stay in the game and win this game just to kind of like give a middle finger to them, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I know. But then you have to know too, the nuggets hate the Suns, right. After yeah. two years ago, like they just, they, that round two matchup, if it goes to plan, which it probably will probably, that's gonna be a battle. Can't that's wait. gonna be a battle, man. That hate so Jokic has to prove something this year. That's scary. It's kind of like a Giannis thing, where it's like he has to prove that he can be a champion because he's he's right there now. He's a guy that's that's next. He has to win a championship. So Booker's there. I think Booker's there, right? Booker's like prove to me he can win a champion. After this year, if he doesn't win it, then it's like all right, this year or next. And that's what I was saying, man. Yeah. Like finals are bust this year, and then championship. The year after that, like we got to win a championship within the next three years. Uh, And and not to sound like a casual, but it might be the same thing with the Nuggets too, man. Like you got to do something with this team, win a championship, or you might have to, you're not trading Nikola Jokic, but you might have to do something with this roster or fire Mike Malone. I mean, if you, sure, 50 win seasons are great and getting to the playoffs is great, but like if you're not winning a championship, what are you doing? So I don't know. No, no, you're right. And they're just missing one piece. Yeah, they're they missing are. one yeah, guy like we were missing KD. That's yep. just it's as simple as that. That's how I feel. Um, a lot of respect to them, but it just doesn't feel like it's there yet. But who knows? They're deep. They, they are a deep team, year. as we kind of saw tonight. They, they are, are deep but so team, are the but, Suns. Yeah. I mean, deep teams are fine. It comes down to me, the best two players on the court, Pretty like deep. the best player on the court. That's what it comes down to me. That's how Giannis and the Bucks won because he was he made his free throws and he was unstoppable. Yeah. The Suns were deep. They had a great team that year. It's just Giannis was that fucking good. Yep. So, and the Suns jam session subreddit stakeout. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm the sick Elvis. I don't know. He was always sick with chicken or something. What did he eat? Seen that movie? Eat a lot of chicken. By the way, that movie uh, was incredible. three thousand miles of Graceland. Or no, not that movie. the The one that came out in twenty twenty two. Or oh no, no, is it yeah. good? Oh, it was incredible, man. Austin oh, Butler as Elvis. Pff, incredible performance. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah. I don't like movies very much anymore. I'm really weird. I'm saying um, check out that Elvis movie, man. It's worth a watch. Yeah, I did. I stopped time. it. I'm sorry. I have a weird thing with like it's a biopic, right? 
I think. Is that what they call? Yeah, yeah. I just, I want to see the real stuff. Like, how did they really get to where they are? Right. Like, where's all the the under the table dirty stuff that happens? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they did kind of. Well, they did they go to that sort of, but it. they. I think they did kind of push a lot of stuff to the side. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like Ellen yeah. John. I get, I get your, I get. I, yeah, it's just, it's a gross industry. I just wish yeah. performers and actors would just do what they're solid of being great and being entertainers, and then don't be so gross and weird. <laughs> um, so subreddit stick out, stick out, stake out. <laughs> Only a few comments because I just pulled it up right now. All right, I'm on it. You can see it on my screen. So if you think I have notes, like, you can see I'm reading off subreddit. Subreddit. Um, um, who freaking cares if Paul has an assist? or not call the game <laughs> so i guess i didn't get to watch tnt did you yeah i was watching the tnt one okay. i saw some people weren't able to watch it though that's kind of scary to be honest uh i don't know what's going on i wasn't able to it shut off as soon as it went to um barkley and them it's like it's blacked out it's because the sun's didn't sell out right well that's that crazy because how many how many games in a row have we sold out yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know this whole TV Bally Sports thing, you know, it's just a, a wreck right now, man. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, as long as I haven't had a time. Well, you can just stream it for free, too. If you have any issues, uh, I'll send you a link. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so CP3 makes a chess pass in the backcourt. Reggie Miller says, is this going to be an assist? So I guess that was a thing going on. So it must have yeah. been annoying. <laughs> Yeah, they um, did kind of make a good point about that, though, and that's why him not having or one assist in this game actually was surprising. Yeah, yeah, there was actually um, a lot of talk too about just playing Kevin Durant too many minutes. So I guess from the opposing, they're like, "Are you seriously going to play Kevin Durant?" And that's the thing too. Like, I'm so I'm switch. I don't want them to play anymore. I want these games to be so meaningless. It doesn't matter. And if anything happens, he gets hurt. He gets hurt. Um, I would be like, so what? If he gets in the playoffs, he gets get, he's gonna be hurt anyways. If it gets hurt in these two games, but that's not the case. I mean, if <laughs> if you can save him until it really matters, then I would do it too. So, um, that's that's again, this is another pathetic subreddit stakeout. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. All right. Well, did you have anything else on the game? Um, we're gonna go into the next game. Um, they do play. Oh my god! I was just gonna say Sunday they play the. Um, Jesus. They play the Clippers Sunday. Is it the Clippers? Yeah, Clippers. Yeah, Lakers tomorrow. Clippers. No, that's Sunday. their last game. Yeah. Last, oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Lakers are tomorrow. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Chris Paul and his seven threes tonight, man. I mean, holy cow! Uh, yeah. That again, like I was saying with Tory Craig coming off of the bench, that's just another weapon, another unit, whatever you want to put it. It was incredible, man. Chris Paul legit took over when he needed to. And it was it was incredible. Chris Paul was so good. And if he can just stay consistent hitting that three, we are dangerous. Yeah, he might be your jam star, right? Jam star of the game. Like, subscribe, five stars, five stars, five stars everywhere. Um, do all that good stuff. Please subscribe. Suns Geek channel, my channel, uh, John and I's channel, Jam Session. Leave a review. All the fun stuff. Just hit the like button right now. Hit it. Yes, sir. Hulk smash subscribe. that like button, y'all. Hit that. Do it all. So is Chris Paul your jam star, or jam star of the game? 
Yeah, I might have been a little early on that. My apologies. But, and you know me, whenever I'm on this show doing the Suns Jam star of the game, I I like to always have honorable mentions. So I think I am going to go with Chris Paul. Um, I mean, again, those seven threes were huge. Nine for 15 shooting, by the way. But my honorable mention is Kevin Durant for everything we talked about earlier. 41 minutes, 29 points, seven rebounds, four assists. And again, it's Kevin freaking Durant, man. It, both of them were incredible, especially when Booker was inconsistent, not making shots. So those are my jam stars for the game. What about you? Yeah, you know what? Excuse me. I'm going to give it to KD. Just because yeah. 29, 29 points came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, especially what is this guy doing out there? And all of a sudden, yeah. in the fourth quarter, he was grabbing that rebound down, mm-hmm. just like moving people around. Hooking people. Into the line. I'm like, all right. Cooking. points. Like, we've seen KD so far in ways where it's like, that's not even it. We haven't yeah. seen the full KD yet. Oh, yeah. Like That's we're scary. Gonna, we're going to begin those 40, 45 point game. I'm not going to say 50. <sighs> Him and book just 40, 40. I, I just keep picturing LeBron James and Kyrie when they were the 40, 40 guys in yep. the finals. Like that's going to be, it's not going to be every night. I'm just saying that's something to look forward to. Happen. For sure. Yeah. Uh, let's go through a few of them. Yurwa Arifin, uh, Slim Reaper for sure. Um, Kiko G real money sniper is a jam star. Los Sons, Kevin Durant, Jam. <laughs> uh, Christian Zabrowski, uh, Jam Star, is the Liz Geek. So is that Lizzie Sons Geek? Yeah, it's like I said, our dynamic. Well, Lizzie's with the Nest. That's uh, it's cool. Double S, but yeah, either way, it's still a weird last name. Uh, Kobe Brannigan is uh, Chris Paul. <laughs> I'm just pronouncing all these names. I'm so bad at pronouncing uh, names. Oh, uh, did we do the same preacher? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we'll just say we did. I don't think we did, but we did. We'll just say we did. John Nelson (laughs) KD and uh, Bamp CP3. Um, Suns Geek says, Stop talking because you're annoying, Matthew. Your voice sounds like crap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think that's it for tonight. Um, I'm just excited that the season's almost over. I really am. After Sunday, kind of a week off. um, Do you have any plans going forward? Oh, excuse me. Woo. Do you have any plans going forward? Um, Any extra content coming out? What are you going to be doing? with your week off between games gonna do my best to pump out as much phoenix suns content possible and i've sort of talked to you and john about this it's a long overdue show to get both of you on my channel and have me host you know yes, what i please. mean so i want to do some kind of show with you guys so that yeah. is the announcement right here and now especially when your voice is 100 percent want to do something with you maybe we'll talk about who we're versing in the playoffs maybe like a q a session kind of like this but beyond that, I have some other guests kind of lined up in a way. Maybe I'll do like a, a post-game show for a non-Suns game. Uh, just going to keep the content going. I'm slowly but surely bringing back that Reacting to Suns Twitter series because it's a lot of fun to do. The hardest part is honestly just finding the funniest tweets. So stay yeah. tuned for more Suns content, y'all. Always pumping out Suns stuff and just absolutely love what I'm doing. And I love what you guys are doing over here at the Suns Jam Session podcast. Also, real quick, want to give a, sh- uh, a shout-out to Bright Side of the Sun. Uh, they were nice enough to let me recently contribute to their Inside the Suns weekly thing that they did. I, I was, uh, you know, I made a writing appearance for once. I'm far from did a writer. You? Yeah, very far oh, from very a writer. Cool. Yeah, they let me uh, write on their recent thing. We talked about, like, Suns duos and the Suns playoff opponents and all that, and it was a lot of fun. That's very shout cool. shout out to bright side of the sun. So yeah, y'all just you guys know the drill. Hulk smash that like button and subscribe to both the Suns Jam session and Suns Geek. 
Yeah, and uh, Suns Jam Session podcast, we will be having um, Bill Simmons, Tom Cruise, um, Zach Lowe. Oh man, <laughs> Renee Zellweger. <laughs> they'll all be on. They'll all be Renee on. Renee Zellweger. Uh, I think four days, four pods. Oof. I mean, they get like 2 million views and hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Yeah, we're going to be going on a plane to some private island after, so I'm excited. (laughs) But everybody, uh, thanks for joining again. Like, subscribe, do all the good stuff, like I said earlier. And uh, go home and love your family. (laughs) 